Welcome to Ask the Expert. I'm Ross Brand. Today we're talking lifestyle blogging, Italian food, culture, and history, and a little bit of Snapchat, too. And Ask the Expert is brought to you by Livestream Universe, where you can find all of our past shows and features. We also have daily updates with show recommendations on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Livestream Universe. Joining me today, all the way from Milan, Italy, is Nazim Beltran, who, along with his wife, Elisabetta, runs the Italian lifestyle blog, Casa Casey. Cool. That's good. Uh, they, <laughs> Casa Okay. I, I was worried about that I for always, the last half hour. Like, it's like Casa Cheesy, Casa. You got it really. Casa Casey, right on the money, man. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. So Nazim and his wife, they serve as your online guides to a fun-filled view of Italy. And, uh, you know, since it's so your life and, and what you and your wife do is so re relevant to your blog and, and where you live and everything, I'll, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself and introduce Casa Casey. Okay. Well, basically, um, we did. We started two years ago. We first started on uh, through friends of ours. They got us involved in, in uh, Google Plus and uh, that whole environment. And we started doing a couple of shows there, interviewing people. And my wife, you know, she like, why don't we show people Italy, but from the point of view of a couple that live in Italy, an American and an Italian, and not necessarily it's like this is the big places, but also alternative, off the beaten path type type of places. So in August of uh, two years ago, we decided to let's launch Casa Kizzy. So we built a website where we have the sections that talk about food, shopping, uh, you know, but from our perspective of, you know, Milan, also Rome, different type of places. And with the point of view of not so much like, um, okay, this is like, you know, the, the classics, but going into sites, uh, avenues and side things of, 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 of things that, you know, a lot of people around the world might be interested in looking at. Uh, my wife uh, is a makeup artist, and I am uh, an architect, and we met in Miami in 1992, got married on the beach. She tried to live in South Florida and South Beach for, for about eight, two years, and she said, no, this is not for me. <laughs> and I looked at Europe. I, was, I always loved Europe in general. I loved Italy in general, and I had visited quite a lot before, so I decided to say, like, you know what, let's just you know, wrap up everything and, and give it a try in Italy. We got married in, in Miami and it was a, you know, love of first sight with a six month uh, thing. We moved over here. My wife's, you know, been working in makeup, still traveling. I've been doing, I opened the digital agency in 1995, but Casa is a passion that we we're always discussing and saying like, you know, it'd be great to, to do a brand and a platform around Italy from our point of view. You know, so we've been doing that for the last two years and enjoying it a lot. I, one of the things that stands out when I first visit your website is doesn't look like you're selling anything <laughs> on your website. I'm not seeing you selling tours or authentic Italian food or, you know, anything. Um, I don't see any banners to click for uh, affiliates. Is this just a, a labor of love? At the moment, it's a labor of love, and the strategy has been let, let's build content. Let's build content. Let's build relationships. Let's build engagement. And that's what we've been doing with a lot of the people that visit. And, I mean, even, you know, through the Google platform, you know, there's friends that have come and visited me. Avos is a case in point. She's come over and visited us. So there's not at the specific moment, even though my wife did write a cookbook, 
about stories in Italian food that we self-published and it did relatively well, but we're going to do a second edition. There's no right now at the moment. It's like, and, and a lot of people say, you know, we love your stuff, but you're not selling anything. And that right now is a, is, is a strategy that we want to keep going until we decide, you know, uh, what to do. Even our newsletters. I mean, people like the newsletters are basically about the articles and about where we are at, what we're doing and when we're live streaming and stuff like that. And people are like, wow, you know, there's, this is great. So I think in our in the rate of our email subscribers, we don't have too many people unclicking. It's like, oh, okay, these guys are pushing a product too much. We, we, we're not, right now, we're not doing right. that. We're not doing that. You know, if you're in the live stream and social video community, I think it's the rule that you have to have a course or you have to be pushing something though. So it's it's, re it's refreshing to see um, a site that, you know, and over time, obviously opportunities will arise, but it, it to see the patients in terms of providing great value and information. And um, I have to start with the photography because the photography is, is beautiful. And I think that's really an important part of any, any website, but especially a, a lifestyle blog or blog about travel or, or new locations and so forth. Talk about, you know, kind of how the photography came together and why, you put such a focus on, on well, that we're, we're, the, the, the story comes in in the, set, in the sense that kazakezi.com comes out of a project that my wife did, which is called Eat, eatingheart.com, which is a book that she she did along with her friend Tosca Radigonda, who's a, 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 a photographer in Austin, Texas, who does major campaigns, and she's a very well-known photographer. They're very close friends, and Tosca's like, why don't we do a cookbook about stories? So they did that project about seven years ago. And Tosca, when we start Kazakhesi, she says, I want to be in. So she is part of Kazakhesi in the sense that she provides a lot of the photography on the site, which is really, really very nice. So the fact that, you know, we can put in uh, photography from somebody who has a love for Italy as much as we do because she adores Italy and she comes every year and she's involved a lot in the project. Um, and down the road, we're, you know, we're, we're looking at really thinking, okay, now we got, we're building content, we're building great stuff. Let's see where it steers us in the sense of what we want to do with it. But right now, I mean, she's American. She's Tosca Radigonda. She's American, but her parents were her, her grandfather was from Sicily. Uh, not, excuse me, not Sicily. Well, I, yeah, I can't remember. But she adores this place, and my wife adores this place, and I adore this place. So right now, that's enough, you know, material to really just like express. And, and I keep, you know, most of the people who are visiting today. I mean, Michael and everybody knows, and Jay. I keep telling you, you guys got to come over. I mean, come on, we got a place. You come on, come on over, and we can have a great time. And everybody's like, "Yeah, you know," because it's a wonderful country. It's a really wonderful country. And and uh, yeah, Ross, I might Ross, take you up. I got a couch right careful. here. You know, we got we're not an extra room. We got another apartment, so it's not you know really. I, I always invite everybody over, and Betty's like, "Yeah." And then I'm, I'm very lucky because Betty is a very amazing cook. And the funny thing is. When we looked at Kazakhesi, I was pushing, so you got to do some cooking and cooking and cooking. And she's done a little couple of things, but she says, I don't want to be a slave to a kitchen show. I don't want to do a cooking. You know, I want to do, I want to feel that like this is what I want, the way I want to do it, you know? So I think in that sense, the balance and everything, it's working quite well. It's really working quite well. Now, do you have any sort of publishing editorial schedule or do you just blog when? 
you find something that that kind of moves you that no, seems I've like it's a, a lot, good you know, fit. Being on the different platforms that we've are Ross, that you, and you well know, we we run into a lot of people. I mean, you know, Brian, everybody who Brian fans I mentioned, you know, everybody else was really, and Dustin Stout, who's a very good friend, shout out to Dustin, and they, and I tend to follow the recommendations of having consistency. But the problem we have is I have um, – I'm a consultant for a company that designs cruise ships in Italy. And apart from that, I have my own digital agency in Milan. And my wife is a makeup artist. So we really have to crave out the, the moments to be able to do Casa Chiesi. And we just started a series about uh, right before June called um, – it's called Casa Chiesi Secret Milan, where we just – every 15 days we do a live stream outside with you know selfie the whole 4g connection showing something special in particular about milan right and that people are really loving we're getting a lot of great feedback on and that's just like an an, an additional project in casa Chiesi. but you know it takes time because we don't just go out there and, sh and shoot we just prepare a program there's a storyboard we do the research we go check out the 4g we check out you know we the whole thing we can do the show and and, and we're getting a lot of so in that sense, um, there is a schedule that we're trying to keep. Now, this week we were supposed to do one, and we were also this interview with Betty was, but she got flown out to Utah. They got she got a call on thir on Thursday last week. She says I'm I'm, I'm leaving next week. I'm like okay, because she had to do a commercial in, in Eden, Utah, Utah, which is a, a very interesting place. So she's gone. So in that sense, we have to work our schedules around it. But I think we're relatively consistent. It's not that we wait a month and then post something. Apart from this summer, where we I took we took three weeks off, and we were just like, right. So, where does um, live video, social video, fit in? Um, you mentioned uh, you do periscopes, you do you know the cell phone selfie kind of thing, um, but we also saw you very active on that other platform that we don't <laughs> mention anymore. I love uh, the way, I love the way you're dealing uh, you with know, that, Ross. It's like that, like that, you know. It's whether four letters, it was guessing that, that or you know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it's the worst four-letter word you could say in here, and the exactly. only one that which is that, which is how I met you, Ross, because I I, I know that we met on that platform. Yeah. Um, I we we started we tended to do on 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 uh, on, on Google Plus we tended to do start doing interviews with people in Windows and asking them about their Italian experience. But my wife said looked at me and she said, you know what, I want to go out. I want to go and show stuff. So we now decided we decided on Periscope, and we've got pretty relatively good success with that. But then Facebook Live for us is is the thing that we love on on our page. We don't we mostly on our page, not on our profiles, because we want to build the famous. We want to build this brand, and we want to keep it a little bit separate. Other people are like, well, you know, we I understand what Kazi now they know what Kazakhesi is, but before it's like, is it Nazim? Is it Betty? And we tend to try to be together the most, and even on Snap on Snapchat. Although my wife looks at me on Snapchat, she's like, "Will you stop?" And but now she's getting into it because people are giving us feedback. It's like you know, your you know, Betty's was great in this one, and it was funny on this one. So we are doing a lot of humor aspects into the stuff that we do on Snapchat, which is another channel that we're starting to really use. And the fact is that I'm planning on, you know, I decided I'm going to London just to get some more tips and to meet some people I can give, give some some you know, because the thing there, what we want to do is not so. I, I, we're, we're not worried about the numbers. We're worried about the engagement. We're worried about expressing our message out. Right. It's not like we sit down. It's like, oh, you know, we need 
no, I, I'm very happy where, where we're going. Two years of, and another thing that's very interesting, Ross, and my wife said to me this the other day, and I think it's very curious. She said, the main reason, apart from our love for Italy, this job, this project has really makes us, because you're always working, I'm always working, our daughter's 21 years old, she's, it makes right. us do stuff together that we love to do. So it's kind of like another thing that, that right. you know, it's right. kind of revolved around the relationship as a couple. And that's, and that, that, that's one, yeah. I, I think that's awesome how you guys seem so connected and, and really share this, share this passion. Um, talk a little bit about your background. Um, obviously, you come from the U.S., uh, but you speak fluently. You speak you speak to me like you have an accent of a native. Of course, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> and you know, growing up in the in the New York area, you you hear people speaking with a Sicilian accent like it's the eighteen hundreds <laughs> around here because that's when their great grandparents came from Italy. And my story is a little bit. Flavor. My story is very interesting in the sense that my father's from uh, was from Spain and my mom's from Turkey. They met in Europe. My father used to, was vice president of IBM, so he got flown out to South America to Venezuela, and I was born in Venezuela. And then when they were when they when I was six years old, they got divorced, and my mom said she had her sister in New York. She said we're going to New York. So I was brought up on Long Island in Roslyn Heights. Then my mom moved into the city, and I lived in Brooklyn Heights for a while. Then I was sent back to South America to do my high school, which I did it at a preschool, Italian preschool. So. That, that, that was the beginning of like, okay. Bro. But no, you were neither no, Italian no, nor I'm, from I'm, South I'm originally from Venezuela, from South America. So I do, I do speak, Oh, okay, I, that's right. That's I do right. speak I'm Spanish. <laughs> so when I applied, okay. then I finished my, my, my high school. I went to study in the States and I did uh, my, I went, ended up in Miami. I had options going to Baton Rouge, Miami. And I, I decided Miami. I did college there, university there. Then I graduated as an architect, worked in an architectural studio. And then I met my wife, and then after that we moved here, and that, that's how I ended up in Italy. I do, yeah, Cloud, I do. I wow. see hablo español. I'm looking at the sides of the comments here. Also, want to say hello to. There's a <laughs> lot of great. Well, maybe we'll give the hellos a little bit later. We'll, we'll go, yeah. Oh, sure. Now go ahead. Uh, did you? So did you learn Italian in that? In that? No, school no, no, in no. South I didn't America, know. What's very or... funny is when I met my wife, she said, "Your Spanish is good. It's going to help you, but you need to take a course here." So I went to like Miami Dade. I, I was already working. I went at night to like this six week course with Professoressa Tucci. And it was a very funny story because she taught me Italian. And I played a joke on my wife. I said, Man, this Professor Tucci is amazing. And my wife's like, What's that? Yeah, she's great in Italian. She's teaching everything perfectly. And she's hot. And, and my wife's like, What do you mean she's hot? I go, yeah, you know, well, you know, I mean, I mean, it's a general comment. So my wife ended up going one day while I was doing the course at night and looking through the door. And Professor Tucci was about, she was not that hot. She was like 70 years old. And my wife's like, I got out of class. I go, what do you mean? I go, I, I, you know, so that's the joke I played on my, on my wife, which was, which was pretty funny. <laughs> it is cloudy. It is. <laughs> but no, then I ended up. The funny thing is, I speak Italian, but my friends here make a lot of fun because they say that I do have the Spanish and the, the Spanish intonation. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I, I have friends who speak Spanish, and yes, they can understand a, some there, Italian, even if they don't yeah, speak it. A, they have the ability to understand it, which makes you lazy if you know Spanish, because then you don't really go deep on the Italian. 
Right. Yeah. Right. So right. This is ask- so this is ask the expert. So we welcome questions. If you want to jump in, say hello to Nazim. You want to ask him a question, please uh, just indicate that you want to come in, and we'll let you in. You can also enter questions in the chat box. Um, so blogging is a major commitment, right? I mean, even when you're not publishing every day or you have, you know, it's, it's not a job, it still feels yeah, it a lot like a job. What kind, of, what kind of tools do you use to kind of speed the process along or to manage your workflow or just make it, make it a little more, well, what, 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 um, a little less arduous, the aspects of it that are not as much fun as, Arranging photos yeah, that, and writing, that, yeah, that, you know, the writing technical part. Now, what we use a lot, me and Betty together, we use Evernote, and we have a whole series of like folders where because we're doing a lot of research about the subject matter that we're trying. So we do a lot of clipping and a lot of stuff, a lot of research, and then we decide, okay, let's write about that. And uh, I have to confess that on the site, we're at the point where it's like two thirds Betty's writing because she she writes really, really, very well, and uh, one third mine one third mine and and then you know so we're both combining that but she when she goes on on when she goes on a subject she really expresses it quite well and then you know and she she speaks english very well she writes english relatively well i just got to come in and grab her stuff and polish it up a bit but that's what we end up using tool wise apart from that for blogging not much we used to do a lot of Hootsuite and stuff for post social media, but that's different. You know, what we do do is we try to get the social media to come towards the site, you know, indirectly, which is one of the things that everybody keeps telling us is that the website is the center of the universe and everything else is kind of mute. But I have an opinion that sooner or later that's going to change. You think that eventually we'll be doing everything on social platforms? And I and I and and this is conversations that I have with people are like, oh, you know, the, the everything has to be. It's true. I do believe that everything has. But the scary part is that when you do stuff on social media, I mean, flat, Facebook is 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 a very solid platform, and you don't think it's going to go anywhere. The one with the four letters, a lot of people were, were really putting their money right. there, and I mean, in the sense like broadcasting and stuff, and and they were in for you know a big surprise. On on that platform, I was not a broadcaster. I was just you know a guy that I would I, I would like to come into and talk to people and, and once in a blue moon get in the show or after show green room or stuff like that. Right, right. Um, which of the social networks do you find are giving you in terms of lifestyle blog uh, the most traffic or the most right benefit now for, right now right now for us a lot of Facebook it's Facebook and especially Facebook Live a lot a lot. Right, right, and because because, because we, we, How, we, tend, we tend to broadcast doing? live outside, so you know that that that's what. You're, what was the last part? Excuse me. How's Instagram, Instagram doing? doing for really you? good. We use Instagram quite a lot. Pinterest, right? Quite a lot. My wife's the one that curates Pinterest because I'm going to get in trouble here. It's a woman thing, and I, I know that. I <laughs> no, it's not true. I know. I know. I'm going to get slapped on the wrist by uh by dear friends and and uh, on the sidebar, which is is you know, but um. He loves that platform. <laughs> I love Instagram, and I have to say that Instagram Stories is extremely interesting. And as much as people in the Snapchat world don't want to see the reality, I think it's going to give a good run for the money to to, to Snapchat. 
I what I like about it, I guess, um, and I'm not that big into Snapchat, is that I I am on Instagram every day. I have to be on right. Instagram every day. I don't have to ever go on Snapchat right. if I don't want to, right? I mean, now you could say, okay, I'm missing certain opportunities and whatever, but time is limited and whatever, and and Instagram is a must for me. And so when I see the stories across the top, I can clearly see people that I've chosen to follow that I, I just feel like I know the people better who I'm seeing stories from and I'm finding their stuff quicker. And I don't know, it just feels more relevant and feels more easy to fit into what I'm doing to watch I, some I, stories. I, and I, I somehow I feel very different about it than I do Snapchat I to, stories. I, it seems like a lot of the silliness before you, it seems a lot of the silliness from Snapchat is kind of weeded out because people know that Instagram isn't quite behind the firewall that Snapchat is, or something I, about I, it is. I tend to agree. I think, seems... in, 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 and this is, and, and this is going to be an interesting comment on my part. As I love Snapchat a lot, I like Instagram. I'm starting to really like Instagram. I think there's a level, a, a different kind of level, level of sophistication on Instagram, maybe. And I'm not saying that it's not sophisticated on Snapchat, but the problem in Snapchat is when you reach a point where you have 150 people and you got to go and see all their stories through. There's the people that really captivate you, and you, and, and but then the other ones that kind of like fall through the cracks. And I, and I'm having the same thing with. I'm, I'm sure with Kazakhesi, not everybody, you know, watches us. And, and but the people that come back and watch us, and we interact. What I love about Snapchat is the interaction. I have to, the part that you right, know. I right. mean, Carlos Gill last night gave a presentation. Jacksonville. I, I sent him a Snapchat this morning. He answered back. You know. The fact that you can do that, and something you can even call them. I don't, I don't like calling people. It's also, you know, out of the blue, it's like, who's this? But um, that, that I like a lot um, on that platform. On that platform. Yeah, and one thing I liked about it when I was testing it out more is that the 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 barrier to access uh, is so low. I mean, people are more likely to respond to a Snapchat message than almost any right. other kind of message because Twitter direct yeah. messages get lost, we'll right? So because yeah. Yeah. there's so much spam. Facebook, if you're not connected with the person, it's going to go into their spam, sort of their spam message folder. And they'll have, to, they'll notice three months later that, you know, there's a permission or something that they need to right? But Snapchat people seem like, okay, they, they feel like this is the purpose of it, right? It's a messaging app and I'm going to, I'm going to get back to people. I, I still use with people I know, Facebook messenger, probably the most and some, some Twitter DM, but I do see that value in it for people who like using that that platform. I totally I totally agree with you. Interesting thing that you're talking about Facebook Messenger and which which is very funny. Prior to last year, prior to the to the period of that four letter word platform, I had I had my friends mm -hmm. and family and that was about it and a couple of friends from social media. After that platform disappeared, I like picked up everybody from that platform in my Facebook. So now they're messaging and it's kind of like right. so that which is a little bit. Some people say, "Well, you know, that that, that makes it a little bit and, and and a little bit goes outside of the realm of the family and friends initial thing that it, it was at the beginning." And you're seeing a lot of more business aspects into Facebook that you, you that you not did not see two years ago. I think. Oh. Right, right, and Facebook groups. Oh are yeah, alive. they're awesome. I don't know if you do anything groups, but they're they've totally taken over for Instagram groups. At least 
in social media and and more social topics um facebook groups are killing what used to be uh linkedin groups you know linkedin groups are, are kind of dying uh, you know, the line. funny thing about linkedin <laughs> is i i tend to you, know, you have to have a presence on linkedin but i was never a big fan of linkedin because i would just like to go in there to see who up for example tomorrow i have a presentation in, in bologna for a project i went into linkedin to see who these people right. were so i can see their backgrounds that's about it for me I'm not going in there and commenting about, you know, technology and stuff like that because, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, we want to take any questions sure, that you sure, have for sure, Nazim sure. about. Um, Link's, about like about a UX update. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, they're just interested. They're interested in selling your data you to go. recruiters <laughs> and to. <laughs> mom's, 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 they're not so interested yes. in your experience. <laughs> Just get the resume on there and get that data out that people are going to pay for a recruiter seat. That's what yeah. LinkedIn's about. Well, the only thing, since we're on LinkedIn, the, the one thing that I think is interesting is they were bought by Microsoft. Microsoft owns Skype, which is the highest quality of communication that you can find out there. Best picture, best, best audio when you have the quality of, uh, you know, you have the bandwidth to make it happen, right? So if they somehow integrated Skype with that and whether they, you know, you could use it as a broadcast platform or you could use it as a webinar platform or even somehow an, an in-house kind of well, corporate that's, platform, that, that's the I think there's that's some the interesting possibilities. We were talking, I mean, this is a little bit off the record. About six months ago, I was involved right. with Kelly Services, which is a major American company, and they have their offices here. And they were explaining, they presented to me the fact that they were trying to do a project together with LinkedIn that would have that sort of like interview people type type of thing. I don't know where that project is going or where it went, but now that they bought Skype, I thought to myself, this is going in the direction of the curriculums, the CVs, the interview people, the stuff, you know, that sort of thing. Live interviews. Uh, you know, of 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 candidates to work in 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 a company or something like that. I see that that could be very interesting. Terry says um, Zoom is taking over quality. Skype in terms yeah. of quality. Um, I I tested Zoom, I guess, about three, maybe three I months ago, four months yeah. ago, when that that other well, when, when that I four letter that four letter that four letter one that we we're not going to talk about when I was getting ready to leave. And and the, the the audio wasn't that good at that time. Now it's possible that they've improved it, but for me, the audio was right. better on here than than it was on Zoom. And of course, Skype is you know like ten times what anything else is in terms of audio quality. Again, when you have the bandwidth to to, to make right. it happen, <laughs> I think I think what's very interesting and also what Terry is saying on the side of Zoom is overtaking Skype. What is incredible is that right now we have a peer, we have Room.co, we have so many free platforms to do to do this stuff that you know it's even phenomenal. Even also with the four letter one, I mean, just the fact everybody was complaining about stuff, and I'm, I just kept saying, guys, the more stuff we have to play with, the better off we are. And, you know. In, in, in every right. sense of the word regarding the video world, the video live streaming, or just directly video chatting world. I, you know, and I think what, what I've seen is from the people who are kind of committed to doing this, I, I think they've gotten better. I think in a way, Blab, I mentioned it, but in a way that, that four-letter platform dying has kind of enabled people yeah. to grow in terms of the quality of content, how they broadcast and all that stuff. Because 
Blab made it so easy. No platform makes it quite as easy to do right. everything, right? And so people have to think more about their broadcasts, more about the technology they're going to use, more about how they're going to promote and get people to show up. And what you're getting is that the people who've stayed out after it, to me, are structuring their content better, are having better conversations. The, the shows are tighter. Um, and, and so from a broadcast standpoint, I think people have improved because we were like on autopilot on blab. This is, this, it was like, this is what you do and this is how it works and fantastic. Right. I mean, I, I created all my shows with the idea that blab would be here forever. So once blab was not here, then I had to think about what is it that I want to do and how can I do it better than I was doing it there. And I think, the platforms that people have gone to, whether it's this one or it's some of their competitors, are, are really more professional, think, well, better platforms in, in terms of the quality of what they offer and how how the presentation is to bring a guest in. And, you know, there's there's still tro- trolls yeah, here. There are less like trolls than on that four-letter room. <laughs> everything's got less less than that so we have some questions jay garrett asks um what can we do to help you promote the blog uh and and what is it that you would like promoted give us a vision of where you want to be very much uh, jay. You're, jay's a, a dear friend uh, over out in austin texas he's he's on the bucket list to come to italy he, I, I keep threatening him and he, <laughs> he told me he's coming so we'll work that out maybe 2017 no jay no very well um it's www kazakiesitaltogether.com. There's a newsletter there. Uh, give us a like on the pa- Facebook page, which is exactly facebook.com forward slash kazakiesi. And just give us love. You know, our the next vision for the next one to two years, we have some ideas that we've discussed this summer while we were relaxing. And right now, let me mention that we are part of, and I want to do a shout out here to some dear friends from Italy, uh, Chiara Beretta Marsotta and Rosella Canevari, who's a very big Periscope blogger. She invited us to do a marathon three months ago called with the Italian live streaming group from the, and it was people were just passing on for 24 hours Periscopes back and forth. And we are part of that group and we've been working with them on a lot of the, a lot of great shows. So they're giving us a lot of support and we're seeing growth in our numbers after doing that. We tended to be something specific to the English speaking, but now we're, we're also getting a lot of feedback from Italians, which is, but Betty was always like, you know, I don't want to be teaching Italians about Italy because they should know it by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But sometimes people who grow up around it and whatever, don't always know all the, yeah, you're right. You know, right. Does your site have like multiple language no, we, capability no, or people who go on Google and just translate? Or... That was a decision wow. that we discussed. I was kind of like, we should do it. And my wife's like, no, I want to do it in English. That's it. So Chef Michael asks about YouTube Live I'm... because, you know, they're transitioning from Google Plus Hangouts on air to YouTube Live. I'm not sure how much of a difference it's going to make. It just means you don't have to use exactly. G Plus, right? But it's the, the same technology, the same interface is there or I'm not? Very, I very, tried I'm, it it's yet, a great so question that Michael brings up. And, and Chef Michael is another great friend that, that we met on, on Google Plus, to tell you the truth. Um there is a transition that's supposed to be happening relatively soon by, by Christmas, maybe, that YouTube Live will be a thing on mobile that you'll be able to do. YouTube has a big, you know, there's a whole big imagery behind YouTube, which I think is, is quite important. 
But the people that become viral on YouTube, they become viral for most of the case, time, most case scenarios for viral, you know, silly things, for not, not specific. So I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get somebody on the side and say, well, you know, no, there is people that do have incredible content and they get great numbers on YouTube. But I think it's, uh, they're, they're going to have a serious competition from Facebook on this one. And I think Facebook is really uh, looking, doing the platform right. There's a little bit delay. Yes, it's true. But if you're patient, you know, but they're consistently, the, the quality is good. Businesses, the whole game of live streaming, in my opinion, businesses are starting to look at it recently by, you know, getting the spokesperson that does the stuff for them. But sooner or later, you're going to see businesses using this as an alternative to, you know, advertising and things of that nature. I don't think TV is going to disappear. I seriously think that there's going to be some sort of hybrid transformation between live streaming, web-based, and television. What do you think will be key for people who are live streamers who may start to start to broadcast in, in a way that may become more like a hybrid or more into the TV vein, or maybe, you know, when TV comes to the web, however it works, like, what do you see um, that you think comes from live streaming that would work in a, in a, in more There's of a, TV a very great produced... example for me in what I've seen. Uh, uh, oh, you, you mentioned Mar Marty and uh, uh, Steve, Steve, uh, they're a case in point. Yeah, Rob, Rob Hicks is another one with Ricky Prime and all the shows that they're doing. It, it is, it is at, right. a, at a level that you start looking at this going like, there's a lot of production work behind it. There's a lot of combining and stuff, but it's starting to make this look very much like TV. Now, I've heard criticism from people saying, we don't want that. We want this to be a little bit more rougher on the edges. But as businesses move into the, to the picture, they're going to want a little bit to go towards the direction of like, getting it as close to something that they're familiar with, which is television. Yeah. Right, right. Alfredo says, hey, Ross, I was looking at how much it costs to fly to Milan. One stop, 13-hour flight is 883 to 29, 29 via well, Google no, 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 wait a second. In September, if you guys know, now, now, now September. Now, Alfredo's coming that's from correct. Los Angeles, yeah, I think. Correct. I'm coming from the East Coast But there the is US. like a New York Milan ticket that goes around, I think it's right after April, May. It goes like for 438 bucks. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. the, yeah. April yeah, or May we'll, is a we'll, good time, we'll, right? We'll pencil, let me pencil you in while I... <laughs> let me pencil you in on the pizza. I had pizza tonight on, on the pizza box. You see how creative the cover of a pizza box is in Italy? <laughs> Look at this. Yes. Nice. I'm there, Terry. You're invited, also. Stan Bush is in the house. This is a dear friend of mine from uh, Google Plus and from that four-lettered uh, platform, and <laughs> and Stan's a great guy. He's over in Georgia, so and he he know. I mean, sooner uh, Chef Dennis who's not here is another one that I'm looking forward to having over here. So Jay Garrett. So Jay Garrett talks about when he went to uh, one of his friends moved to Costa Rica, spent a year traveling around, never doing the same thing twice. Then the second year, even the locals asked yeah. for his travel advice. <laughs> you know, so don't discount no, that. No, no, that's interest. true. Yeah, you, it, Jay's got a very good point. But my wife, I don't know. It's not that she's anti. I mean, she just wants to. She, I don't know. This is kind of the game plan that might shift in the near in the near future. Right. But then we got to translate all the old posts into Italian, which is going to be a lot of fun. 
Now, Carlos from yeah, Lounge Carlos. Network says he'd love to show you how he I does know. his multi-camera show thing. and start a new travel show there. And I, I saw in person what he can do with the Lounge mobile. Network. Sorry, like, sorry, sorry but you're the, yeah. I should have mentioned you in that whole group because you're doing some amazing <laughs> things that I'm like sitting there going like, wow, I'm sorry about that. And he's doing it all. He's doing it all with mobile, yes. with iPads yes. and iPhones which not, and stuff which, like which that. Which the other so. people are not. I have, I've, I haven't seen them do that. So, and I mean, he's he's one of the few people that I see that gets really good quality video yes. and production quality and and graphics yeah. and all sorts of stuff using mobile. Um, so. Tell us a little bit about what some of your favorite places some, to visit, to eat. What? Tell us a little bit about Milan and, and other okay. parts of Italy. Uh, I'm sure people are, are looking for some recommendations, recommendations when they travel. travel okay, just, One of my favorite, I mean, I am gung-ho on Venice, and it's only four hours away, three and a half hours away from train. It is an amazing place. If you come to Milan, there's, you know, everybody goes to Florence, Rome, Naples, the classic Siena. And of course, Venice. Right. But Venice to me is an ideal place to go to and visit. Uh, it's very tough. If, if you go, you have to know somebody from there that recommends restaurants because it's very touristy. But there's a couple of I have a list of a couple of, of restaurants that are really down to earth, simple, and really unique food. Milan. I mean, Milan is changing. Milan. I've always called Milan a little New York. It's kind of like New York in the 1980s, you know. <laughs> but. <laughs> A little rough yeah, around the edges. Now with the expo, they had the expo <laughs> last year, and that really put the, the place on the map. So there's a lot of investment coming over here. I was talking to some people I know in finance who so, told me that the fact that the UK pulled out of Europe with the Brexit means that now companies are looking at the financial, other financial capitals of, of, of and Milan is one to come in and set up their offices here. So it's it's very interesting. And then Rome is Rome. I mean, you know. Rome is an amazing city. It's uh, it's it's a beautiful city, but uh, I mean, I, I tend to go down to the coast a lot. My, my the people that know me here, the periscopes and the, and the, and the Snapchats that I do, I, I'm always down in on the, on the by Camogli, which is right by Portofino, because my mother-in-law lives there, and we have an apartment there. And I tend to, I just did a periscope like last week, and I showed like the view from the fifth floor of, of the apartment, and it was like 250 people were going like. Wow, this is awesome! I didn't, I didn't, I didn't invite those people. I didn't because then you know you, you end up you know at the airport you got to get like a shuttle bus and stuff, you know. Right, right. <laughs> I, I think Carlos is I ready know. to Would move. He's a little bit Carlos, you just moved to New York. You just moved to New York. New York's a great city. <laughs> so, um, not to to totally bring us down, but I, I got to ask you, you know, the earthquake. How how are how are things recovering? How is you know how is the country pulling together after that? It was that? pretty. It, I mean, it's it's it was in the central region of Italy, and it destroyed basically three towns of which one totally obliterated, which is Amatrice, which is traditionally an old Tuscan town that doesn't have any sort of earthquake. I mean, you know, when they built them back in the in the fourteen hundreds, they they didn't think about these. They they were not concerned about it. Uh, it's coming back. There's a lot of volunteers from all parts of Italy there. Uh, the crazy thing and the sad thing is that a lot of kids died and, 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 and you know, a lot of uh, children victim in this one because they were all sleep people were sleeping at 3.30 in the morning when it occurred. We didn't feel anything. On, we were down on the coast holiday and when I woke up in the morning, I turned on the news and we were like, you know, all in shock. 
So how, how well, many we're miles? Roughly, I mean, we're about three and a half hours away. I, I would say mile wise, I think that, you know, I had to look it up, but three and a half hours by car. So outside of those three towns, there wasn't no, no. Damage. It was felt in all the other cities, but Umbria got a little bit. I'm a friend of a friend of ours' aunt died in in a town close by. She she they collapsed and she was, but she was uh eighty something and she couldn't get out in time. So that, that was very sad. Hey Mia, Mia Vaughn so is in Mia's the house. Mia, I was just mentioning Mia about your visit to Italy. And how we went, we went dancing. We had a great time. I took me out wow. dancing, and which was a, a lot of fun. Yes, it was epic. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody wants to jump in, uh, we, we've got about 15 sure. minutes left. Feel free to jump in, ask any of your questions. Uh, Mia says you were doing the white man's over I was. Well, I have a certain age, you know, I can't, I can't do Drake. <laughs> 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 I did not know you could dance. Oh, Alan, come on! This is a friend of my Miami, Alan Gross, who we went. We used to be we used to be in a band together when we were kids, uh, when we were in college. Um, barefoot, yeah, I know. We I, we used to, yeah, we, we used. To. <laughs> hey, so what do you recommend? Like when you're in in the Milan area, what are some local dishes classic, that people who classic, you know, experienced Italian food in in New York but don't know what like risotto local alla milanese, which is risotto. It's kind of yellow with the, with the saffron on top of it. That is the classic. And then la milanese, which is this huge breaded veal steak. You know the breaded veal steak that you have in Long Island? That's right, typical right. Milanese, which is really typical Austrian because the Austrians, were, when, when they were in Milan, they brought that over. The place we went to for my birthday, yeah, we went to, we took me into this really nice restaurant, which was a simple place, nothing... But it was great, and she loved it. We well, we we had lust. Betty's kitchen is also a must visit. That woman can cook. <laughs> it's true. It's true. She can cook. She's amazing. Now they had the the Winter Olympic. Did they have the Winter Olympics near Turin. Milan? Or? Turino. How far? How far is that from? And is is that sort of like everything they built up there for the Olympics? Is still that still there? there? It's still is being it being used? used? Yeah, it's still there. It's a very nice city. It's a, it's a famous for chocolate too. Lampas is fantastic. Right. I am, and the are the best. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, now we went down the, the, the food thing. You know, when I could stay on the food thing for hours. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about Snap Happen, which is next week. Yeah. So sure. And sure. if somebody wants to come in and join us, and we'll talk about the last minutes, we'll talk about food or. We'll talk, we'll talk about Italian <laughs> women for my, my male friends in the crowd, you know, because that's how I ended up here. <laughs> hook, hook, you know, it was like, hello. I'm listening. <laughs> was, I got one. I got one. <laughs> and the men, yes, but the men, yeah, the men, yeah, there is some, some very good. You're right, Terry. There is some very good. <laughs> Mia, what about, what about the men in Italy? <laughs> yeah. A little aggressive. Yeah, that is true. Carlos. They're famous. They're famous. <laughs> so next week I'm going to London. I'm going to London for work because I'm going for the London Design Week. And the companies that we do web stuff and digital stuff, they want me there because we're presenting an app. Uh, but apart from that, I decided since it was the same period of Snap Happen and uh, Virginia uh, Virginia Salas Castillo, and along with uh, Craig Fox, they organized and the uh, Snap Happen event. I registered four months ago. I said, what the hell? So I'll go for the day event. 
And we've been texting back and forth, and Alex Can is going to be there, Carlos Gill. There's going to be Honduras, if people know from Snapchat. Honduras is an amazing Snapchat. For Snapchat. Snapchatter. There we go. <laughs> and uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a one-day event. And there's the Ghosties, which is an award thing at night, but I have to go to a client dinner, so I'm not going to miss that. But if anybody's in London, any anybody who, who's into Snapchat and, and or, or they're in London from – Wednesday to next Sunday, it'll be great to meet up. You know, it'll be great to meet up. We'll just go for at a pub for for a pint or whatever. But it's a really, really great event. Right, and, uh, right. And I want to learn a lot of stuff about you know Snapchat. Uh, we we're enjoying the platform. We're enjoying the platform. How much Italian do I need to learn between now and when I have your couch reserved in Ross, April of fine. next year? <laughs> You can use that New York X, and we'll we'll we can we can we can make that we can go with that for quite a while. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Unfortunately, I'm at another event. Yeah. Who should be great live streaming inside? Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. That will be amazing. I'm gonna have fun. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I, I want to party a little bit. Uh, there's seminars and stuff, but I wanna I want also. I very I knew very little. And I made it okay. Just learn how to say where it is. Bathroom and more wine, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Well, Mia, Mia came to Italy. She stopped in Milan, and then she did a whole tour. She did she did a really extensive tour of Italy, and then she came down to Camogli. And by the way, this is not a this is not, but on my channel on the Casa Chiesi channel at Fire Talk, I have a rotating film about how to make pesto. My nephew makes pesto in the kitchen. And Mia comes right. in for surprise guests at the end of the door with the pasta, which is pretty funny. <laughs> you can promote your channel. You can you can drop it in the a link in. Are, do you plan to use Fire Talk or do you plan to to host on? Where do you Ross, think you're going to host if you if we you got an issue podcast. here in the fence that I'm dying to do some sort of broadcasting of something specific, like a show or something. But Betty's very much like you know we tried it on Google Plus and we got good engagement, but she was like you know. She wanted some more, you know, the numbers. She's obsessed with the numbers. I'm not. That's not true. <laughs> but no, but the thing is, and then, and then also well, I'm thinking of podcasting. Podcasting about Italy would be relatively easy to do subject-wise. But as I was going back to the beginning of our conversation, time, when you have, you know, a full-time job and you're running around, time to do this. You know, we end up doing this stuff on the weekends or at night, you know, when we're like concentrating and so it's it's quite difficult to to it's because Kizzy is really our you know it'll be something down the throat but it's not our main business uh it's right, for us right. you know but we i, I kind of like the idea because everybody's like oh you'd be great doing a broadcast about a link and having people come in and ask you about Lily, which is which is another idea that you know we might do and i think fire talk is you know is a really good platform i'm not so you know what i like about fire talk ross is the fact that you have a discovery channel, so you see all the people, and we do have the channel. While right. on Kuza, it's kind of like, where did it? Where? There's no You're way to be found. And the same on Crowdcast. As much as I love Joe Kong, you know, he, he's he's trying it out, right. but it's like I, I had to ping him before. It's like I want to I want to watch your show later, but how do I find you? Because I don't. There's no yeah. 
And you have to pay for those platforms. What I, I really like the the twenty four seven, the fact that like because I do these brief I updates on on Facebook Live, and so I can drop those in here. And because I don't think people for the most part are going to sit here and like sit through a playlist of like eight shows that are an hour show or whatever. But to come, it gives people a reason. Like if they come here, they can actually get a flavor of what we talk about and what's going on with live streaming and stuff like that. So. I, I like it. I kind of get think it gets you thinking about like more from a network. <laughs> like it's the first step, you know, eventually, hopefully we'll have a network and all that kind of stuff. But it's a first well, you step, know you know, to, I consider you about. asked to be the TV guide of, of video live stream. No, really? You're like, you're, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at him like, why this is fantastic, you know, and I and, and kudos and heads off, you know, and hats off because you're, you're really oh, good thanks. at it. So I'm, I'm very impressed with it. And definitely let me know if you you guys decide to start a show. I I mean I don't think, you know, numbers is one way to measure, but it's also the it, the connections that you make, and then it also serves as if you do try and monetize the business, it serves as sort of a portfolio where people who aren't necessarily going to go read blog posts or things like that may sit and watch a video. They may come to your site and and watch those videos and you know you could also maybe embed them in yeah. a blog right well, we, and which i see done, yeah, done, done on the that. site if people start watching a video then they're staying on your blog a lot longer and that's good for that's right. yeah, you know right. your the strength of your domain and all i mean we're still stuff, in the, i mean so. i'm very happy that the sense that from when we start to where we're at right now it's growing 